Nurses station. Hey everybody, welcome to the just me, Matt. And hopefully the chat. I hope you guys show up. I don't know. This is quite random. The house is empty. <laughs> I didn't even tell my mama that I'm doing this. I just got nothing going on. I was bored. I was watching General Hospital, you guys. I watched General Hospital all the way through Wednesday. So I haven't seen today's episode. It's Thursday. It is 7.10 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Hey, Susan. Hi. It's 7.10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here uh, in Los Angeles, California. I watched General Hospital all the way through Wednesday. Like I was saying, I'm home alone. There's nothing going on. I was bored. And so I thought, let me hop on YouTube. Let me see what's happening out here in the world. And let me remember back over the last five years, which is pretty much the time that I have been actively watching General Hospital. Back when I moved in with my mama. Hey there, Jacarius. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, so over the last five years, that's pretty much the uh, the strongest uh, memories of General Hospital that I have. I started watching back in 2017 uh, because, uh, well, let's just get real, folks. The Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, is extremely expensive. So expensive that a lot of people were pushed out. And so I was pushed out, had to move in with my mama for a little while. And, um, oh, awesome. Great, Jacarius. Just made an Instagram soap page. Check that out. The uh, Soap After Show which a Carly Snailer, check that out for sure. Um, anyway, so I had to move back in with my mommy. And uh, we had always watched soaps together when I was a little kid, when I was a teenager, in the summertime and such, when I had time to watch daytime TV. So um, we, we picked it up. We picked up watching General Hospital because it's, it's the one that she had been continuing to watch the most. It was the one uh, that uh, was near and dear to her heart after all my children had left us. You know, one left livid left us. You know, General Hospital was kind of a second and third tossed up between the two of them uh, for my mama. Um, and so we would watch GH. We would watch GH. And this was um, Nell time. Nell was, well, was, uh, I think one of the first things that I remember from watching GH again was Nell pretending to sleep with Sonny. Setting him up, uh, making him drink to the point where he passed out. Actually, I've got a, I've got a Nell picture here. Let's find it. Let's find the Nell picture. Let's talk about Nell. No, that's Esme. Close enough, right? <laughs> so, uh, Nell had, um, there she is. So Nell had, um, drugged Sunny, right? Or not drugged Sunny, but made him drink to the point where he almost passed out. Where he did pass out and she, uh, posed him in the bed and, like, put her wearing it or something like that and made it seem like they had uh, slept together um pretty ventilinous and this was the one of the first things that i had seen so uh all of this leading up where she's like the nice girl and being good to carly and all that stuff i really hadn't seen it um so my first introduction really to nell was one of these uh, i guess really bad things uh that she was up to and obviously you know she was on the canvas for years and years and years after that so, um, I don't know. She's pretty prominent. Okay, here, here, here's why I think that she's pretty prominent. I think that Nell Benson's definitely going to make my top five of the last five years. Let's just go ahead and say that. I'm going to put her name down. I'm going to write it down. Uh, I don't know uh, what number she's going to ultimately wind up as, but I think Nell Benson, especially for her staying power, is going to make this list. Popular or unpopular as she may be. Um... I don't know, we'll see. I don't know if the stream is, is messing up or whatever, but uh, hey, that's the 10th floor. What are you going to get, professionalism? No. 
Um, <clears throat> so I think she's going to make the top five for sure. Um, Susan, you agree for sure. I don't know what one of your uh, top memories of Nell is, uh, but she was on for a number of years. Um, went off, came back in prison, came out of prison, did more villainous acts. So, I mean, it was pretty intense. It's pretty intense there for a little while. Um, there we go. All right. Again, I'm always getting these little warnings like the, the stream is, is really sluggish and such. And I don't know. There's just really nothing that I can do about that. I guess it's just my internet connection. But well, hopefully you can stay with me. Um, so, yeah. No, Benson. Top five. 100% for sure. Um, Mother of Wiley. You watch the whole Nell storyline? That's awesome, Susan. I mean, I didn't see her introduction. So I know, like, from reading and from doing the podcast and talking to Ma and talking to all you people, um, she came in and she was like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm a, a nice person from the past. You took my kidney. Like, I want to be a part of the family. I, I'm, I'm full of sunshine and rainbows, and you can trust me. But really, she was up to no good. She was just trying to worm her way into the trusting nature of the Corinthos family so she can get back at Carly. And as we learned throughout her whole thing, she uh, blamed Carly for having, um, hey, <laughs> Stephanie, yep, just Matt and chat, and uh, Nell, Nell Benson right now. Um, so anyway, um, so she wormed her way into the Corinthos family, but she wa ultimately wanted to get revenge on Carly because we had learned that, uh, I mean, at the end of all of this, she learned that she blamed Carly for kind of leaving her in the situation with Frank, which was no good, no fun. Uh, a terrible life to have. I mean, he sold her kidney for crying out loud. So, um, I don't know. Would that be considered like a good reason for taking these drastic actions? Maybe. I mean, I think that's pretty good villainous motivation. Um, is, is it worth forgiving her actions? A hundred percent not. At a certain point, you slashed Brooklyn's throat. You, that's attempted murder. That wasn't just like, oh, she's going to be fine. No, you tried to kill her so you can go and kidnap Wiley. That is a thousand percent irredeemable behavior. It doesn't matter who your mama is. It doesn't matter what your reasoning was for that. Completely irredeemable. Nell Benson, no way can you sneak back onto the show and have people be like, oh, we forgive you. Oh, we, you were just a victim of circumstance. Just a victim of circumstance. Definitely not. Uh, Susan says the uh, showdown of her and Sonny and Carly in her apartment was pretty epic. Uh, Chloe made us love to hate Nell, said Stephanie. And yeah, that's absolutely 100% true. Um, as dastardly as the actions were. Um, Stephanie, I'd be curious to know what your favorite Nell Benson moment is as well. Um, as dastardly as the actions were. Uh, Chloe Linier, Chloe, Chloe Linear. I'm not exactly sure if it's a fa fancy pronunciation or just a, a straight up letter by letter one. Um, but yeah, she, she was great TV. She, she was, uh, somebody that I tuned in to watch perform. I was curious to know what was going to happen next. And I really enjoyed her ability to cry. Uh, her ability to emote was top notch, great stuff. Amazing. If you will. Um, and I don't know, like there, 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 there was a point, I suppose, 
toward the end of it, when she was at trial and she had roped Julian into things, I don't know, maybe it was just that one scene where she was going through her trinkets in uh, the shoebox that she had kept underneath her bed. Um, but there was moments where there was a human side to Nell, maybe, 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 or just an inkling of it that you were able to pay attention to that kind of drew you into the moment and saw kind of the inner workings of the human being that might be behind all of these terrible decisions that she was making and all of the uh, just villainous, top-tier soapy villainous actions. I mean, when you want to talk about soap opera villains, when you want to talk about soap opera villainous actions, you know, it's not like, oh, man, well, I mean, she, what am I even saying? It's not, not even like, oh, man, baby stuff, because she was involved in all kinds of baby stuff. She, 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 she's, she's, she, she, the classic soap baby swap, you know, and then she did all kinds of stuff with like a Morgan's baby blanket as well. There's more baby stuff. Uh, I mean, the pretending, pretending there was a ghost around or that Morgan might really be alive and all of these actions that she took against Carly. I mean, come on, that is good soap, soap stuff. Ugh. Stephanie says that her favorite Nell moment is probably her gaslighting Carly with Morgan mentions. Exactly what I was just mentioning right now. I mean, what a stretch of a couple of months where you knew exactly what she was doing. The show didn't hide it. It wasn't like they're like, oh, maybe Morgan really is back. No, 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 no. We knew, we knew what she was up to the entire time. And gosh, hey, Kaiwan. And um, my God just amazing and um the fact that they were able to bring her back sort of in that that ghost slash fantasy moment for nina uh, i think it was in the last year that was really nice and really good for nina uh, i mean when it comes to nina i think that her growth has been um slow and not quite in a direction that is favorable to her as a person um but there has been change um ever since she had that vision of nell in the graveyard where she's like yeah we could have made them all pay together and all that kind of stuff uh, nina's really backed off a lot of that like well maybe if i was in her life i could have like made it better she still says it she still kind of believes it in her heart but she is not just hitting people over the head with a shovel with that anymore Hey, Kelly. Hi. How's it going? Uh, Kaiwan says, I always felt bad for her. No, because it felt like they always made her a bad girl because of Carly. Um, everything was Carly driven. A hundred percent of what Nell was up to was a hundred percent driven by Carly. Interactions with Carly, revenge against Carly, choices that were made on Carly's behalf when Nell was younger. The fact that Carly had come through and didn't remember seeing that Nell was living in the house with Frank Benson and Carly, 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 Carly. So a hundred percent. Um, if there wasn't a Carly, maybe things would have been drastically different for Nell. So that's a really good observation. Uh, you also say Kaiwan calendar. Hey, welcome to the show. I always know. I, I know I always felt like they did Nell dirty because they didn't want to make Carly look bad. Now, I don't know about that. So, you know, there's a lot of different varying opinion out there about um, Carly and how she's treated on the show. And uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't really have a, a, a strict inside look into what's going on. My assumption is always more favorable, probably than what the truth actually is. So I don't know how many how much length the show goes to to protect Carly, so to speak. Um, I know that she's on a lot. I know that she is fairly victorious in her um, storylines. I know that she uh, gets the upper hand in conversation and debate with uh, plenty of other characters. So, I mean, it's entirely true. But when it comes 
comes down to it when you have a soap villain and when you take them to the point that you took Nell. I'm really not sure it quite matters what the people are doing around them or if they're trying to protect the people around them in some way. Like, like I said it was just a few moments ago, I don't think you were watching at that time. Once you cut somebody's throat and try to kidnap a baby, yeah, I don't know if we're even trying to protect anybody anymore. And we're just diving into the deep end of incredible fun villainy. Um, do you ever think that they'll bring they'll bring it back knowing um, now that maybe she's like or something like? I'm not sure exactly what you mean. I, I I don't know if there if if Nell will come back. I know that there's there's of course room for her to come back. There's always a way to bring a uh, a soap character back. We the audience never saw the body. They reported, oh yes, I identified them in the morgue or whatever. I think somebody might have seen the body. They'd spoken to having a body, but us as an audience has never seen it. And that doesn't mean that they couldn't have fished somebody out of the pen of the other side of the Pennsylvania River and just uh, I don't know they swapped hands uh she shoved her teeth in the in the skull i i don't know but there's always a way somebody lied somebody was lazy somebody was drunk any any way shape or form they could decide that at any time that nell happens to be the hook and she just hates trina from afar <laughs> it's just entirely possible uh, Stephanie says, knowing your parentage, I feel Frank Benson who mold it was Frank Benson who molded Nell, and it was nurture that wins for Nell. I think that Nina is right if she was around for Nell. It's entirely possible, and it's entirely possible that Nina would be a completely different person if she didn't spend that twenty years inside of a coma either. Um, I, I, it's it's really hard to say. Um, I saw on Twitter people were talking about uh, the fact that we need to remember and be reminded of the fact that Nina is um, a bit uh, stunted, so to speak, when it comes to emotional processing and just life experience and things like that. Because she she pretty much went from like a what was it like a twenty year old to a forty year old running a fashion empire with all this money, and we have essentially watched her life. And the experiences that she's had. So I don't know if that means anything. But maybe she could have been a great mother. Maybe if she had the life experience and the chance to be one. I, I don't know. Things would have been different, Stephanie says. Kelly says, no character is truly dead on a soap unless the actor is dead. And even then, they brought Ruth Martin back on All My Children after the um, after the actress had passed away. So she was still, uh, uh, the character was still running around. I, I think that's fairly rare. Fairly, fairly, fairly rare. And uh, I think for the most part, too, um, soaps try to be as respectful as possible. And if a elderly person is on the decline they try to maybe ease the character off of the show in some way or try to off the character in some sort of respectable way unless they've already left the show because they moved to florida and retired or something like that um i think was a john aniston over on bold and the beautiful days of our lives one of the other shows um i believe he's still part of the cast when he had passed away um and of course you know you have your surprises uh that ha that happens as well i think that guy in the young and the restless and and such and always a tragedy um but yeah, if if an actor is known for playing a character and the actor passes away, the, I, I believe that the most respectful thing that you can do for their legacy is to retire that character as well. Days of our lives, Kelly, thank you. <sighs> Nina said she saw the body. So yeah, so somebody said that, that she saw the body. But again, they were on the Pennsylvania side of the of the of the river for so long that who knows how recognizable that body could truly be. Uh Kaiwan says that I think Dex is Michael's brother by AJ. 
because age, and they used to be engaged in the show uh, in the early 90s. Used to be engaged. AJ, hmm. uh, who used to be talking about being uh, Dex's mom? I'm not quite sure who you might be referring to on that one, Kaiwan. Um, I don't know. Uh, Dex really isn't on my list of pictures that I gathered before hopping onto this thing because uh, I, I don't really see him as a villain. Not not currently. Not there's, unless there's going to be a sudden left turn. I don't have Cody on here either. I don't find Cody to be all too villainous either. I think he's just wrapped up in no good. So, you know. Yeah. So I don't know what number we're going to assign now, but she was pretty great. Uh, let, let, let's cycle through here. Let, let's find a random other villain uh, picture that I have come up over, uh, that I've come up with that was on since 2017 to now. Let's talk about Cassandra Pierce. There was a plot line, crazy girl plot line in the 90s that AJ, I think, might be Dexter's. Oh, okay. Hey, maybe. Maybe. Hey, Juanita, welcome to the show. Uh, can they send Nina to a therapist to work on her? Or maybe she needs an ENT doctor. Uh, she needs to be kept her nose at everyone's business. That's that's true. That's true. Uh, Nina could use a break from social life. I think that her and Sunny maybe just need to go back to Nixon Falls for a little while. Let's just take a break. Just take a little break of Rudy. Uh, yeah, Cody is super complicated, Stephanie, and ultimately he's going to lean more toward the side of heroism and doing the right thing and telling the truth to Mac and all that stuff. So I'm going to eat a little bit of this cookie I baked because it's tasty. Heck yeah. All right, Cassandra Pierce. I don't think Cassandra Pierce, honestly, she's not going to make the top five of the last five years, but she has been super fun. Now, she's totally dead. Valentina blew it her smithereens in the boat. Um, when general, when, uh, listen, we're, we're being really generous here, uh, when it comes to general hospital and their budget, as we always are here on the 10th floor, because the explosion of the boat was essentially just a flashing red light in Valentine's face. But Hey, you know what? I'm here for it. We knew what was going on. They said, Oh my goodness, there was an explosion. It, like it, we, we knew, we knew it's fine. It's good. Yes. In the back of Nixon says Daisy. <laughs> hey. Hey, just for a little while, then they can come back and do something that maybe is a little more intense. I, I don't know. People were saying on Twitter that Sunny and Nina were really, really, really sweet. But that's not where we're that, That's for Sunday. That's for when Ma is here. I'm going to talk about villains, all right? And Cassandra Pierce is actually one of my mom's favorite villains. For one moment that she had with Nina. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cyrus Renault inside of a rip off her if you thin. I don't know if you're using speech to type Kaiwan, but sometimes it's a little difficult to figure out what you're trying to say. Um, anyway, uh, so Ma really enjoys this moment that Cassandra Pierce had with Nina where Cassandra is threatening Charlotte because she had been like, oh, I visited. I know where Charlotte is or something like that. And Nina grabbed Cassandra by the hair and slammed her face against the table at the Metro Court and said something along the lines of, if you ever mention Charlotte's name again, I will murder you. Something like that. And this was when it was she was played by Michelle Stafford. So it had that extra level of like intense weirdness that Michelle Stafford is really, really good at. Uh, and so that's a very memorable moment for Cassandra Pierce. And she was into drugs. You know, Amy's brother came in addicted to her stuff. And she was kind of like a, a like a mini Cyrus before Cyrus came on to really do the big thing. So, um, so uh, I think Dex is Michael's brother. I think he's a Cassidyne. Hey, you know, Dex could be anybody of anything or anyone. You know, Dex is wide open right now. Um, I think that. You know, I, I was trying to do the family tree of General Hospital, and it is so incredibly complicated with how everything is so crossed over with each other when it comes to the families and the generations that are having children with each other. 
you know, because Sam and, and, and Sonny had a child, which puts Sam and Sonny kind of on the same tier, so to speak. But then she's also the child of Alexis, who Sonny has had a child with. So she's all so she's like on the same level and also below. It's really hard to, to, to illustrate. All that saying is I am all for Dex not being related to anybody. So we can give Jocelyn at least the opportunity to have a baby that is not blood related to anybody but Jasper Jacks and Carly. <laughs> you know, I think we're ready for that. Uh, Cassandra Pierce was okay, says Jakari. It's, it's, it's true. She was just okay. She was there for a reason. She was there to kind of turn the screws a little bit. She kidnapped Finn. She was involved in the Anna storyline. You know, she had her beats. She had her moments. Um, she poisoned Sasha, you know, gave Sasha and Michael something to bond over when they were on the islands together. I mean, she had her little moments. But ultimately, she just died in an explosion that Valentine said. Like I said, she's not going to wind up here in the top. Um, so I'm just going to put Nell as number one right now, and I'm going to just change that number as we go through. Hey, Chandra. Yeah, it is a pleasant surprise. I, I was saying at the top of this thing, I don't think anybody was watching at the time, but the house is totally empty. Nobody's here right now. I, I was watching General Hospital all the way through Wednesday, and I was just bored, and I felt, let's talk. Let's hop onto this thing. Let's grab some pictures of some villains, and let's have some memories. Let's talk. Let's figure it out. <sighs> Josh is a Spencer, so her kid will have a large family. It's entire, yeah, that's true. She is a Spencer. Um, she is, uh, she's related to Carly. Now, Carly doesn't really spend a whole lot of time with Spencers. I mean, there isn't a bunch of them on the canvas, but it's not like she's hanging out with Aiden. She doesn't have a bunch of scenes with Laura, who's a Spencer by marriage. Um, she doesn't have a whole lot to do with Spencer Cassidyne, who is Spencer, uh, what well, sort of. I mean, he's great. I mean, it's complicated to me. Um, Valerie's not on the show. Luke isn't on the show. Sure, you know, just sure. <laughs> uh, Stephanie says, you need the police string board to figure out the relationships and families in Port Charles. It's totally true. Uh, Nina needs to be in a padded room next to Heather. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if, if we need to take it that far. I think that she just might need some some social lessons. I uh, love chatting with Matt. Such a pleasant Well, thank you, Stephanie. I appreciate that so much. Uh, but yeah, Cassandra Pierce, she's not going to make it very high on the list. She was just fun to, to remember. She had she had her little moment. She she created her little plot lines, and, and that was it for Cassandra. I don't think that we're ever going to see her back. And uh, yeah, irredeemable as well. Never going to come back down the side of good. Never. All right. Randomly picking now. We got Julian Jerome. This will be a fun one to talk about, Julian. Everybody loves Julian, right? So uh, I put him on here because he is villainous because of the way he went out. Um, he really, I mean, he was integral in the whole keeping Wiley a secret from Michael thing. Um, and of course he came on as a terrible villain. I know that he came to the side of, of love. Everybody loved Julian. He was a great complicated character. He had that romance with Alexis and he was pushed to the brink by Olivia and all of that stuff that we all loved about Julian Jerome. But ultimately he went out because he was still doing bad stuff. Yeah. I think we all miss Julian. And, um, 
and Julian, uh, we went to the um, the General Hospital Convention in March, and William Wildbride had kept his booking for like two years because they delayed and delayed and delayed because of COVID. And Julian had been off of the show for at least a year by the time the convention had come through. But Wildbride had kept his booking, and he said, "No, I still want to do it because he wanted the chance to say goodbye properly to everybody, and it also gave him a chance to be fairly honest in his responses when fans asked questions and stuff." Do you can go back to my Twitter, uh, 10th Floor GH, and you can search the hashtag uh, GH Convention, and you'll find all kinds of pictures and tweets and, and quotes of the event while we were there. And um, he talked about how um, he thought that Jew Lexus was like top tier peak stuff, and he thought that that still had legs and they, they didn't have to kill it like they did, and they could still be on today, still being interesting and compelling together um he was pretty brokenhearted that the show let him go that they were moving on from the character um but he was pretty excited about the opportunities that were coming for him as well so heck yeah go will devry i hope uh, nothing for the best and you know what he could come back to life too why not why not there is a Julian Jr. out there with Oscar's mom says Juanita. And that is true. Julian has always been a villain. Thank you, Daisy. I think so, too. I miss Julian. He was on the road to redemption. Stephanie says, yes, but he did not quite make it. Did he? No, he died on a bridge. Kelly Publicover loved Julexis. Everybody loved Julexis. I didn't see any Julexis. So the only Julexis, uh, that's Julian and Alexis. Um, that I ever saw has just been through clips, through flashbacks. I think everybody has seen that clip where where they're like doing it and he like spins her around and puts her hand his hand around her throat. I think everybody's seen that, you know. So, uh, no, that's Franco's kit. Oh, is it? See, uh, no, I don't know. Did they do it? Did they do a shot? See, here we go. I don't know. We'll figure that out. That's not really villain. I mean, is Franco villainous? Should I have put him on this list? I think he had been totally redeemed by the time I had been watching the show. <sighs> Stephanie says he did falter. He did. He killed Duke, says Daisy. Uh, the first run of Julian, uh, when he was with Lucas's mom, Cheryl, he was a true mobster. Yeah, so the Jerome family, very, very, very villainous. I have Ava on these pictures as well because, hey, you know, she was, she's been fairly villainous over the, in within the last five years. A redemption happened, so to speak, within the last five years. When I started watching, she still had a burned face because she had burned down uh, Sonny's warehouse. And when you attack Sonny, that makes you a villain because Sonny's the ultimate hero here on General Hospital. So, uh, but yeah, there's Julian Jr. out there with Oscar's mom. I believe that it's that it's Julian's kid. I do because uh, the nanny was on the phone like, oh, the dad came. I, I, I sent him away. He doesn't know about the baby. So I'm pretty sure it's Julian's kid. I don't know what that's going to mean in the future, if that means anything in the future, because we got some time before we saw as that kid up to being able to like even come to Port Charles to seek some sort of revenge against Sonny for what he did or anything like that. So I don't know. Uh, Franco was Drew. He had his memories. I do remember that. I do remember that. But I'm fairly certain that's what the like the nanny called uh, Kim and said, oh, the dad came. So I'm, I'm going to take the show at their word for it at the moment. Of course, they can always change their mind at the last second. Um, I don't know. The kid shows up because Elizabeth needs to raise them now because it's Franco's spawn. I, I don't know. Kim had Julian's baby. Wonder if we will see what the character is like in the future. Chandra says, I stand correct. Hey, okay. I mean, I wasn't trying to correct you. You could still be totally right because this is General Hospital. This is soap operas. This is soap land. Anything can happen at any time. I dropped my pen. Hold on. They can decide it's Franco's. They can decide Austin is Franco. I talk about it on the main podcast all the time, how uh, Victor's poisoned the water. Uh... Uh, but I'm going to put Julian on here. Uh, right now, he's going to be under Nell. Um, Julian Drew. 
Um, but I liked Julian. I thought he, I thought Wilderai's handsome. I enjoyed watching him on my television set. I thought that he was involved in interesting stories. I really liked watching what Julian was up to. Um, I thought that the Wiley thing just went a little too long. I found Brad entirely, he's not on the list. I should have got a picture of Brad. Um, he, he just entirely too much. I was just, I could not stand Brad at all throughout that entire story. So, um, goodness gracious me. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so that whole Wiley thing, I wasn't totally invested in it, but I liked Julian. I liked his relationship with Kim. I thought his relationship with Kim was good for him. I liked how he owned Charlie's. I liked how he was turning his life around. I watched that attempt at redemption that was completely ruined by Brad, and nobody has punished Brad for this other than the fact that he had to go to jail for a little bit. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry. But if it wasn't for Brad, Julian might not have been shot and killed on the bridge. Brad was obnoxious to Susan. Uh, my mom can attest to this. Uh, I said so many times before we went on the podcast, and I'm like, I can't say this on the podcast, can I? Uh, which was, I want Brad to just be so wrapped up in guilt over what he did with, with the whole Wiley Jonas swap that he jumps off the hospital. He just jumps off the hospital, and that's it. Lo and behold, we do this thing with Claire, uh, Melissa Claire Egan, I think her name is, uh, Crazy Annie from All My Children. Uh, I think they did a little attempted uh, jump rooney on... Um, uh, dates? One of the shows? I don't know. Apparently it was really good. So kudos to them. I hope they win an Emmy. Take a drink, Matt. Thank you, Kelly. It's just so much talking. I'm trying to not do rapid fire speaking. That's what I usually do when I'm alone on this thing. Cause I don't have anybody to bounce off of. And my mind just kind of goes a, a million miles a minute. So anyway, young and the restless says Susan. All right, cool, cool, cool. Thank you for helping me report the, uh, the proper, uh, the proper show there. Let me take a little drink. You know, I'm, I'm probably thinking about the uh, audio listeners, you know. They probably don't want a bunch of dead space. But who knows? Maybe I won't even put this thing up. No, it's a random Thursday uh, uh, night. Anyway, Julian's great. I love him. Uh, I I'm putting him just under Nell. Uh, I mean, he was married to Nell, right? Oh, my goodness gracious. Just all of the nonsense he was up to. We could talk about Julian forever. I kind of want mom for that because, I, I, like I said, I only got the little redemption part of... Um, uh, of Julian, so when it comes to his true villainous ways, I, I'm I'm really unfamiliar with him. So <laughs> you need to call one of us. Uh, Spencer is an idiot, not a villain. He hasn't killed anyone. Oh, who said Spencer? What's oh oh Travois? Hey Travois. Uh, what Spencer did to Ava using her child as a weapon? Super villain. You know, I think that's a little more Esme than Spencer. I I I don't think that Spencer was the one that that put the stuff in the doll i think it took credit for it but i don't think spencer did it anyway um who else who else are we talking about heather weber heather weber right now is not going to make the list because i don't know really anything about her nor has she done anything too tremendously villainous so far either lissa you are the best villain hello lissa Please put it up. We listen. We can listen to the car. Oh, thank you, Chandra. I will put it up. Uh, yeah. Yep. Nell blackmailed him. Yep. Nell sure did blackmail Julian. Uh, so I don't really know much about Heather. I haven't seen much about Heather. I know that she used to be played by Janet from another planet. <laughs> um, but, but that's pretty much the extent of it. Everything that I know you guys have actually told me in the chat on the main podcast. Um, 
I've seen some of it. Like, clearly, she and Ryan are going to get out of prison and put the screws to the Cassidines and be uh, really some terrible people coming up to maybe some of our favorite Cassidines. You know? I mean, we don't really like Nicholas or Victor, right? But, I mean, I don't know what happens to, to Spencer. Spencer was heavily involved in the Esme thing. Heather's the queen of LSD doping. I absolutely love Heather Weber's sister. Allie Mills is doing an amazing job. Um... I'm with it. I'm here for it. I can't wait to see what's happening next. Her stuff with Ryan this week has been top-notch, amazing good stuff. We talked about it a little bit last week on the Made Podcast with Ma. Um, so good. So good. Just amazing. And I want to see more. I can't wait to see more. I'm really looking forward to everything that's going to be coming out from these two wildly insane people doing crazy things all through Port Charles, and the only people that can stop him is the inept police force? I don't know. She's basically Janet from another planet. Uh, hey, Cheryl. Um, it would be... Uh, I'm sorry, Kaiwan. Uh, but yeah, she's basically she's Janet from another planet. I'm with it. Uh, Heather's had decades of crazy. I know, I really need to go and watch some YouTube videos of Heather, I think. And then I think Pure 54 probably also covered her as well, so I should probably listen to that. Heather is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, crazy villain. I know, I know, I really, oh man, she's going to be so nice to Cameron because he's always going to have a BLT in his back pocket. But everybody that gets in her way, oh my God, like who who else is going to die? Who else is going to die? I giggle when you say tickled bell. <laughs> Kelly. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, Spencer may not have tortured Ava using her child, but he let Esme do it. That made him an accessory, and he went to prison for it. He got in trouble for that. So uh, he might have he might have already paid his debt for his uh, actions there. And, uh, you know, he's a good person at heart, right? Just wrapped up in some poor choices. It'd be funny if Janet started making lemon bars just like a B and B. Uh, Heather and Ryan have been fantastic together. It's it's really been a good move, and I haven't really seen a bunch of negative reaction. I'm not on Twitter as deeply as a lot of these other people, and I'm definitely not on Reddit or Instagram very much or Facebook and reading all of these comments and and being on all of these chats and discords and all that. Not involved in any of that stuff. So whatever, right? <clears throat> whatever. Um. I want to see Heather try to bond with Cameron because of Franco. I mean, I, th I think it would be cute because Cameron and Franco did wind up having that pretty great relationship there uh, at the very end when Franco was unceremoniously killed off by Peter August. Uh, so Heather's not going to make my top five, like I said, because I don't know anything about her. Her villainous ways are for me to explore coming up soon. So I, I, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know. Uh, do we think kids Kim is Franco's from when he thought he was Drew? Will Heather be, uh, so we just talked about that, Alyssa, and we were pretty certain that it's Julian's kid. Um, it solved Esme's parents. It did. I loved Heather and Ryan scenes the other day. It's really great. Um, how did you like Dex getting sucker punched by Cam's cousin Spencer? Travois, you really like to talk about Spencer. Spencer, Spencer, Spencer. Uh, you know, we could talk about it on the main podcast, you know? Heather is, is crazy but seems to value family. Maybe she overvalues family. I don't know. I don't know. I'm really interested to talk about the punch and stuff uh, this Sunday with my ma, though. So join us again uh, live at 11 a.m. Uh, right back here on this channel for that. Um, so definitely looking forward to talking about all the crazy shenanigans in great detail that has happened this week on General Hospital. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, uh, Chandra, are you ready? Are you ready? 
Ali Mills is killing that role. Yeah, Jakari is absolutely correct. Ali Mills is nailing it every single time we see her on TV. So I absolutely love it. Rich had to turn as a villain. It's true. It's true. It's true. There's been a lot of villains. <laughs> There's lots and lots and lots of villains. I would say that in the last... The last five years, I really haven't seen Brit do villainous things. 2016, she was on the run. I started kind of watching in 2017. I, if she did do something nasty in the last five years, I don't recall it. Uh, she came back. She's like, I'm not the Brit anymore. Then she left and then came back again. And now she's on the way out one more time. So, I don't know. Elena will always be the best villain. <laughs> Uh, Kelly loves some Cyrus. Chandra's ready. I'm ready too. I'm ready to talk some Cyrus right now. All right. He is the. Oh my God. You 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 know if you've been watching the main podcast, you know for sure that the Cyrus Renault is now replacing Nell Benson as my number one villain of the last five years. I love uh, Cyrus Renault, and I love Cyrus Renault mostly because I love Jeff Cover. Everything that Jeff Cobra does, everything that Jeff Cobra brings to this, everything that Jeff Cobra is up to on my general hospital, Monday through Friday, five days a week, live on Hulu ABC owned by Disney, is something that I want. You know how people are always like, oh man, I want to watch Anna, I want to watch Spencer, I want to watch all of these people. I want to watch Cyrus. I want to watch Cyrus. I want the Cyrus No Show. I want I want to I want to docu I want a 24/7 documentary feed into Cyrus Renault's prison life. That's what I want. And I want Frank Valentini to give it to me. I want that to be the Hulu spin-off. And I need everybody to start campaigning for it. So we're like hashtag #24/7 Cyrus feed maybe I I I I don't know what it is. He just creeps me out says <laughs> Cheryl just saying he's supposed to though isn't he so good at it he's so good at being everything at once he is he's human he's a adult he's a boy he's a man he's a businessman he's a criminal he's a good person he's a bad person he's a brother he's a father somehow but probably not he's all kinds of things wrapped up into one and you know he's just the ultimate case of what are you going to use your energy for bro you know he first he was using his his energy to be in control of everything, in control of his life in entirety, to be in control of everything around him, and to earn enough money and respect for his family to finally say, oh man, oh buddy, you have made it, we love you, thank you. That's what he wanted. And he didn't get that until Alora said, I forgive you. That was so good. I've been watching GH since 2003, says uh, Jacarius. Sorry, never met... <gasps> Never. Oh, goodness gracious. Daisy. 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 Uh, I need more Jeff Cober. I'm interested in Cyrus. Hey, Cheryl. Uh, let's see. I want Cyrus on the canvas forever. Give him a mansion set. Hummingbird man. Ooh, that's good. He could. He names it after Dead Martin because Martin's going to get the hook. I don't know if Martin's going to get the hook. I'm kidding. Uh, Cyrus got defeated by the women of GH. That was so good, though. Like, hold, being held up. Jeff Cober, you've earned your Emmy, man. You really did. Being held up in that house, uh, holding those people hostage with the police out there and your hair just over your face and just being raw and real with Laura. And my mom said, you being that 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 wounded little boy and 100% true, just being that wounded little boy. I loved it. You're so good. You earned that Emmy and I want you to get another one. And I can't wait to see you quote Bible verses for the rest of time. Thank you very much, Jeff Cobra. Thank you very much, Cyrus Renault. Number one at the top of my list so far. 
He's got Terry silver hair. I love Cyrus, says Lissa. Uh, Faith Roscoe is another villain. Ooh, is Faith with Faith, Faith Roscoe on in the last five years? I don't recall Faith Roscoe. Uh, but that's a good name. That's a really good soap name. I'm interested in knowing more about Faith Roscoe. I hope the new Cyrus is real. Me too, Stephanie. I think that is a very interesting turn to take the character. Um, because like we were saying on the main podcast, it's, it's, inter it's a, a great... It's like really religious-y, like really good, really compelling, but also like not being completely over your head with it and not being completely bashing you with a Bible or anything like that. I don't get villainous preacher from Cyrus. I get kindly preacher from Cyrus. So I'm team he has he has found it. And I want that because I really do like the idea of Cyrus versus Victor, great uncle versus great uncle. Can he use his powers of good within his criminal connections to stop Victor in his tracks? I am compelled and I cannot wait to see what's happening next with this. I want Stefan back, says Jakaria. Stefan is Nicholas's uncle, I believe. Stefan Cassidines. The Cassidines don't say dad all the time. Uh, it's true. It's true. Uh, I'm uh, Juanita says I missed Lucy in her villain days. So no, I didn't see any Lucy in her villain days. I've only seen quirky, weird, wearing a million dresses at the nurses' ball. Lucy. I know that she was wrapped up in Kevin. I know that she had her moments on the Port Charles spinoff. I think. I think she she might have been a little cuckoo crazy on that. I, I guess. Um, but that was just a wild show with vampires and stuff. So who knows? <laughs> uh, but no, I, I missed all kinds of crazy, crazy Lucy. I only, I only know kooky, kooky, weird uh, Lucy. Oh, what else is on here? Uh, Daisy says, I thought he was going to take Sonny's place, but Carly blocked him. It's true. Uh, Cyrus was just about to take Cyrus's place, but uh, Carly was able to align the five families. And what happened, though, was it got uh, Novak. He's on here. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at, Joey? There he is. Joey Novak. Uh, so Joey Novak got all roughed up by... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think by partial. Anyway, so he got all beat up and stuff, and his family got exploded by Wu, by Selena Wu. Joey Novak is not making the top five list, by the way. No, no, Joey Novak. Joey Novak's not making the top five list. I mean, he was such a character of a person, caricature of a person. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, the scene where Portia comes inside the dark house and the light is uh, hitting a bleeding Cyrus scared the hell out of me. Uh, this is the first time his hair was down too, says Chandra. Yeah, Cyrus is so good. I know, I turned off the Cyrus picture to look at Joey Novak, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you miss Jerry Jacks, says Jacarius. I do, I do. Uh, Jerry Jacks was actually somebody that I saw because I did watch the Metro Court um, thing. Um, it, was, it was on, I was able to watch it somehow. So I was able to watch him as Mr. Craig, and I found that to be incredibly compelling. And I know we got involved with Alexis and such after that. Jerry Jacks, I think, really great. If I was doing of like the decade of like all time or anything like that, which would be really challenging to do, by the way, uh, Jerry Jacks would definitely be somebody that I want to explore. Uh, could you imagine if Spencer offered Cyrus a room across from Victor at Windermere? That would be something else. I'm into that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Jerry Jacks is the moment, says Lissa. I love me some Jerry Jacks. I wish I had a Jerry Jacks picture. You know, Ma would have a lot more stories and a lot more uh, memories for Jerry Jacks. So maybe that's maybe we can explore some villains together when I tell my mom I do this one day. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, my dad used to refer to her as Juicy Lucy in the 80s when she was running Ruining Marriage. Nina's a villain. Oh, is she? 
yeah, I didn't put her on this thing. Uh, Joey's not is on the not bright villain list, Shanja. That's a very kind thing to say. Joey Novak was an amateur. He sure was. Who else is on this thing? I forgot at this point. Let's find somebody from yesteryear. Oh no. Goodness gracious, what's going on here? Oh. It's not cycling anymore. How strange. Um we're live, folks. Live right here on YouTube. Uh here we go. Let us discuss this one. I don't know how good that's going to be. Hang on. Oh, there we go. <clears throat> Shiloh, folks. Oh, man. There we go. Ugh. Uh, you broke the randomizer. I did. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I was keystroking through things and now it's not working. Uh, Nina's a meddler. Uh, needs to stay in her own lane. Random footbridge is the true villain of the last decade. It's true. Uh, Joey Novak is an amateur. Uh, but uh, Shiloh. So Shiloh was like one of the, was, other than Nell, was one of the like lead main villains that was on when I first started watching. I think he was one, I think he was the first story arc that I was able to see from start to completion uh, while rewatching General Hospital. Uh, Alyssa loves Shiloh. She says that actor was hilarious. He was hilarious. I, I, I think Caleb McLaughlin or something like that was is his name. Uh, Shiloh's just was, death was justified, says Stephanie. And it's true. It's true. It was, it was totally justified. Uh, but yes, Juanita, you're right. Totally a super sicko. We're talking about completely irredeemable characters. Shiloh is definitely at the top of that list. I think that he would make my top five. I remember being very compelled by Shiloh. Um, uh, Mom and I wrote a, wrote a song about Shiloh, but we never really had a chance to, to do it anywhere because that convention mostly got um, pushed back so much. Uh, but we did a parody of um, Shallow and changed the name to Shiloh. And uh, I don't know, maybe we'll do it for you guys one day. Uh, but we took the uh, the roles of Jason and Sam during the story and was like, I've got the drug cups, I've got the pledges, I'm gonna take them down. And then, you know, the chorus. Shy, lie, 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 low. Anyway, I'm gonna put him as number five. Uh, totally terrible person, like a R-A-P-I-S-T. Um, he drugged people, he took their secrets, he brainwashed folks, he was the reason why Wiley, well, why Jonah, Wiley, what? See, they messed me up this week when it comes to those baby names, but, you know, Willow's baby daddy, all of that stuff. Love the actor, hate the character, says Susan. Uh, Charlotte got away way too much for too long, uh, says Susan. Oh, sorry, Stephanie says, love the actor, hate the character. Uh, Susan says, uh, Charlotte got away with too much for too long. Yeah, he did get away with a lot for a very long time. Um, Shiloh's actor would come on Twitter and trash talk his character like he was a random fan. So funny. See, I wasn't on Twitter at the time. Uh, we didn't get on Twitter until we were a little bit into the podcast. And we didn't podcast until the very end of or just after the Shiloh storyline. So um, was definitely uh, not on Twitter at the time. I'd be really interested to see what, what so Twitter had to say about Shiloh. For the most part, they probably hated every single moment of every single day that he was on. Um but um, Brad does that. The actor who plays Brad Perry Shin, he goes on. And I saw him uh, talk some, like, talk 
like replied to a, a fan who was replying to one of his statuses, not realizing that Perry Shin plays Brad. And he was just like, yeah, I, I hate him too. And she was like, yeah, Brad haters unite or whatever. It was, it was interesting. Uh, Kobe Ryan McLaughlin played Chilo. Thank you very much, Kelly. You guys keep me honest and accurate. Uh, yes, please do. It says we need it. All right, I'll talk to Ma. We'll see what we can do. Uh, Shiloh and Esme 2023. Oh my God. Now that is a power couple. Steve Burton and Bradford Anderson did a Shiloh song. Did they? I'd be curious to see a Shiloh song that they did, but it's not our Shiloh song. It's not Shiloh Shallow. <laughs> Stephanie, he hurt so many. Yes, but he also gave um, Molly um, really good moments to shine. She stood up to him and had some really great moments. So uh, kudos to that. We always love seeing the character of Molly on the show. We always love to see the powerful women of Port Charles uh, let their voices be known. Uh, Perry and Kobe have similar vibes, says Melissa. They do the same thing on Twitter. Well, cool. I, I wonder if they got along and were friends on set. I would hope so. I would hope so. I would love for her to return and haunt and haunt Willow. Give her some darkness. Now, there we go. Now, that's an interesting way to bring that actor back. I would I would be totally for Willow having a dream uh, about Shiloh being involved in that. Oh, goodness. Um... Molly needs more screen time. You know, General Hospital is just begging for a spinoff. Since they have so many good characters that they could be using and they don't, they just need a second hour or a second half hour. I'm with it. One is called Donna Day. Just a few people of Donna Day just still around. Oh, oh. All right, guys. You know what? Uh, so here I've been doing this for 48 minutes now, and my voice is getting pretty tired because usually I have chances to break, and I didn't take any this time because I've just been talking the whole time. I don't know how James Lett Jr. does this. He must take moments, or he's just very practiced. I don't know. Uh, but that's about all of the words that I'm going to be able to get out today. But I was able to get through, you know, like a top three of the people that we talked about. So good. Good for me. Hooray for me. <laughs> Cyrus Renault, number one. No. Oh, no, I got four on here. See, I almost had five. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to pick Victor, Victor Cassidyne. Victor. He's going to be on my top five list as well. Now, see, I don't have numbers associated. So we just got Cyrus. We got Nell. We got Julian. We got Shiloh. We got Victor. We got a good list of five. So. Can you imagine a child from Shiloh and Esme? Evil, evil, evil. I don't want that. A dream about his attacker. Make sure you click the like button. Thank you very much, Chandra. Thanks, Matt and Chat. And thank you, Juanita. Thank you, everybody, for, for randomly joining me on this, this random Thursday night where I just talk nonsense about villains and just kill an hour of my night. So thanks. I appreciate it. Everybody, you're amazing. You did a great job on your own, Matt. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm not trying to exclude Mom. It, this was just such a random decision that I knew that she wasn't going to be able to just hop on. She does a lot more prep than I do when it comes to, like, this so anyway uh so join us on um victor again love to hate love anyway uh, join us on uh, at 11 a.m sundays uh right here live on youtube for uh, the 10th floor where we cover uh, all week of general hospital my co-host ma is here my mother my partner in crime all of that she's going to be here uh letting her opinions be known as well so um with all of that take care of yourselves go spend some time with your families i've been matt and we'll see you uh this sunday at 11 a.m pacific right here on the 10th floor bye